Welcome to Dairy Stream, focused on issues affecting the dairy community and our customers. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Austin. Well, today on Dairy Stream, we're with Mike North. He's a well person that's well-educated on researching the technology and fundamental dynamics of commodity market history and current price trends, and also is one of the owners of Vault Ag, and we're glad to have some time with Mike. First of all, Michael, let's just talk about uh, the philosophy you have on the value of you know using the markets, using some kind of strategy, how important that really is to the well-being of a farm operation. Well, I can't stress it enough. I've spent 25 years years in that space, working with producers all over the country, emphasizing not only the need, but the execution of things like that. And as you take a look at the path ahead, there's one thing that really stands out about the last maybe 10, 15 years, and that's that volatility continues to grow. And uncertainty is certainly on the rise, it seems. Almost any every day, we wake up to something new. And that said, the profitability on the farm can be quickly jeopardized by, by issues that come out of, of left field, by things that you can't even put your finger on today, by things that are maybe seemingly predictable for the moment, but become quickly unpredictable tomorrow. And so as we talk about risk management, it really lives on both fronts of, of the profit margin equation. It touches the feed side, it touches the milk side. And as we talk about costs and revenue, we're trying to create predictability in areas where it's growing more and more to be unpredictable. I don't know if personality is the right term or just uh, temperament, but really what do you need as someone that's just starting to look at risk management and some of the tools and options to have, to really have the patience to let it play out for you? We see obviously lots of different types of personalities in this space. I would tell you though that the first step is to make the decision that you're going to do it. Because as you talk about the other areas of the farm, you know, managing labor is not always easy and it doesn't matter what kind of personality you have you still have to do it and you know working through bad weather conditions is not going to favor one personality or another you just as do we it. learned this year yeah right? you, you you just do it yeah and as we talk about every element of the farm in terms of operation it just has to get done and when we talk about managing price risk it's an area that has to get done i, I often hear from people that oh that's really not my cup of tea right. well yeah. you know the unfortunate part is whether you like it or not is irrelevant <laughs> you need to come to the table to the to address the risk because those who have not over the course of time have put themselves closer and closer to that exit and and that's an that's a hard thing to say it's an unfortunate thing to have to say but the reality is our capacity to produce has been rock solid for years there is no one at this stage in the game that you'd probably look at and say oh they do a lousy job with production no quite likely they do a great job with production so as we talk about farm profitability that next pound of milk does mean something but finding a way to get another 50 cents or a dollar a hundredweight means even more than that next pound of milk. So then the next question is, before we get into your kind of projections for this year and some of the do's and don'ts, what would your recommendation be on the process in selecting someone like yourself to work with them in this process? Well, I think you start uh, doing a little bit of homework. You got to figure out who you can trust. Okay. You, you know, trust is the big key word. It, it is because it's still, it, it is still a financial element. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that you don't pick a banker, you don't pick an accountant, you don't have 
have people that are working with you in consulting roles without first kind of weeding them out, if you will, and finding something. Although I, I kind of like the sign of my bank, so that went one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, no, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that really is, you know, probably the first step. And I will say from our side, you know, as I look at my own company, we've gone to great lengths to make sure that we had farm kids on our team that can talk the language, that understand what's going on, that know firsthand what this stuff looks like. And, um, you know, I think that's incredibly valuable. You know, we've invested into that uh, in terms of our people quite heavily to make sure we had the right people. Because we know, I mean, as farm kids, and that's that's all of us in our office, as farm kids, we know that trust is, is something that doesn't come easy, but is certainly important to to the conversation. And you realize that transparency is value too. Absolutely. And, you know, I've always tried in, 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 in my years to just kind of call it the way I see it and sift through all the nonsense, tear out all of the, you know, the ridiculousness and the hype and all of the, you know, the other stuff that makes this a little bit harder uh, for people to understand and just boil it down to the basics and take a look at things for what they are and, and move ahead. I think as as anyone starts down this road, you know, they really want to look for somebody that can be that person for them, you know, come to the table with plain, simple solutions. And then from there, walk through markets and walk through situations and, you know, just talk through what the next steps are. And over time, basic level, that that entry level uh, type of approach might become more sophisticated, but that's like anything on the farm, a process. And so you, you just work through it one step at a time. And 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 I think it, it, it all starts with someone you can trust. Mike North with us from Vault Ag. And uh, we are talking on Dairy Stream a little bit about uh, the markets and some of the philosophies necessary and some of the do's and don'ts. So let's start with uh, here in 2020. We ended 2019 as far as dairy was concerned, at least on an upswing price-wise, but with all the challenges with crops and feed quality and that uh, still there's a lot of people concerned out there so what's kind of your viewpoint as you look out to the horizon for this calendar year well certainly 2020 will come with its own set of challenges every year does it sure does um, it does appear that some of 2019's challenges are going to linger mm-hmm. into 2020 there's still a lot of questions about feed quality how that'll impact milk production we still don't know what the spring is going to look like right. but we walked into the fall carried into winter and now possibly in the spring a lot of wet fields yeah a lot of you know field conditions that were less than favorable we're gonna have to deal with that again as we come into spring to some capacity and certainly as we talk about the politics that are ongoing some of the trade deals those may be good those may be bad some things we don't know yet we recently inked a deal with china will we get past phase two to start taking away some of the tariffs that are still in place on Mm -hmm. dairy because we didn't solve that with phase one right will we see broader participation in the global economy or will the global economy start to you know decline a little bit that's certainly been a question mark and feels like we're maybe starting now that we're on the other side of a trade deal with china to be moving in a positive direction there there's there's some great things out there and 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 i think the other thing to keep in mind is that we're coming into the year with relatively good milk prices yes we are and so 
One challenge that we have to consider is that we ourselves may create the next challenge in the fact that higher milk prices often will invite more milk production. Mm -hmm. And so as we talk about that and we look forward in time, that will be something that could impact us yet this year. Maybe it pushes us into 2021. There are certainly a lot of things to see yet. How will the drought in Australia uh, move into the next season? How will New Zealand perform? They have been kind of right behind the curve of where they were last year, which was behind the curve of where they were the year before. So it seems that maybe they're slowing down a little bit. Europe is going through Brexit. It looks like we're going to see a clean break there. How will that you know, translate into milk production with Great Britain being one of their predominant producers? How does that, you know, move the world markets and global trade? These are all not yet answered. And so as we as we look forward, some of these challenges are on the radar. We, we know they exist to some degree. We just can't put our hand on the complete size and scope of what is possible in these things. So lots of things to consider, but this is why risk management is so important. You never fully know. And the problem is it it's hard to manage after the fact. After the fact is the wrong time to ask the question. So you, you really have to be out in front. You have to be proactive. There's plenty of great tools out there. And so as we talk challenges, there's a plethora. But, you know, as, as, as we look at challenges with an open mind, they're not that difficult to overcome. And we'll be right back with our Dairy Stream podcast after we hear from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Jordan Matthews from Rosie Lane Holstein's LLC in Wisconsin. If you are busy like me, you want a quicker way to get feed pricing and make a feed order with your local mills. FeedTime is a neutral platform that works with local feed mills so they can securely list feed pricing and make feed ordering easy. FeedTime is free for dairies and veteran owned. You can learn more or sign up at www.feedtyme.com backslash dairy producer and tell your feed mill about FeedTime. Well, we're back with Mike North from Vault Ag, and we are talking about risk management. And I know before we took our break, uh, I'm pretty familiar with many of the terms and issues you talk about. Even my head was spinning around. What about someone that's a novice in this or just, you know, has not really been involved all that long? Do they have to basically keep up with all these kind of issues besides everything they're doing? Or in a way, is that your job to make sure that, you know, you keep on touch and, and communicate with them what focus they need to have. Well, it's really a combination of the two, Mike. The reality is, is that we are going to do our job in terms of bringing next steps, considerations, strategies back to the discussion. And in an ongoing fashion, that's what we do. On the same, uh, at the same time, it's very difficult for us to have a conversation with someone who's disengaged. Right. There has to be responsiveness and communication. It's always helpful as we talk with producers if they know where they're at in terms of costs and understand what their break-evens look like so that strategies actually yield profitability. It's difficult to put your you know finger on a good strategy right. if you don't know what it costs to produce milk. So these are you know conversations we we will need feedback and so ongoing communication is important in that regard. Does that mean that you know the individual on the other side, the producer, needs to be sitting in front of a screen all day? Not 
even close. In fact, I would say that often does more harm than good for many because mm -hmm. it just creates more frenzy right. and, and panic. And that, no matter what business you're in or what investments you have, I, I know myself for a while I got caught up in that. Yep. Go, oh my gosh, but yep. Yep. You're, you're right. And, and those are good things yep. to stress. So let's go back to our romper room days when there was yep. the don't bees and the do bees. And let's talk about some of the things then to have a good working relationship, to understand and work with risk management tools at a positive aspect. What are some of the things we should be doing? Well, it, it, back to the relationship, okay. you, you really want to find someone that understands the dairy market. And that's all the more important today because there's other tools now in the mix. There are. Yeah. Namely, this new insurance tool, Dairy Revenue Protection. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, we have an agency that sells that across the country. Because that is an option. It is an option. The challenge with that particular tool that we find as new people come to us is that many of these policies aren't being written very well. Mm -hmm. And it largely is a function of a relationship with someone who doesn't understand the dairy market. Right. This is a very different vehicle. It is a, you know, a creature unto itself. And unless the agent really has, you know, been invested in the dairy markets deeply and understands how these prices come together and the relationships between class three or class four right. versus butter and whey and uh, cheese. Unless you can bring all of that together and make comparisons to understand which one's a better path, you're probably not getting the best advice. And so that's where we really emphasize to people, you got to find an agent that, that, that can do that and bring you to the table to help make a good decision. So Okay, well, even within that realm, then, there are a lot of different options you have to take that you can go to, you know, basically invest your dollars so you can get uh, more money per pound of milk. So, I mean, farms are different. How do you kind of work that out to make sure that the program fits your operation and what your goals are? Yeah, and that's that's a big part of the initial conversations okay. that we have. We really need to figure out, you know, back to your personality comment, okay. where a person's at in their comfort level. We need to figure out what the cash flow situation is on the farm. We need to figure out how aggressive or passive the person okay. chooses to be in their managing of risk. Some who are more leveraged have to be a little bit more, you know, I'll say on top of it, if you will, whereas f folks that have larger degrees of equity can maybe be a little bit more passive. At the same time, personality could change all of that dynamic True. pretty quickly. Yeah. And then, you know, as we talk about cash flow, can an individual take on a, a strategy to you know manage price risk that involves margin because some of these tools like futures or option strategies whereby an option is sold requires margin and you know that's a whole nother conversation yeah, but the reality of that is cash flow is always a consideration as you come to the table and so this is all part of the the puzzle that we try to put together at the onset and really as we go forward in time it helps drive the strategy conversation but it's always a conversation. There's no, you know, let's sit down and we're gonna solve this for life type of uh, moment. Right. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna have a conversation about what's prudent now, and then we're going to take the next steps and take the next steps and take the next steps. We're having a conversation with Mike North from Vault Ag. And Mike, what about just the, the future of futures and those risk management strategies? Do you think they're always gonna be with us or are they gonna be like anything else that's kind of a transition we could be moving into something else? That, you know, there's an 
interesting case study, and it revolves around this new dairy revenue protection. A lot of people said, oh my goodness, this new insurance tool is going to you know, take away all the volume from yes. the exchange. In 2019, the volume at the exchange actually increased. Yeah. Even while the dairy revenue protection moved from just 15 uh, billion pounds of milk to 55, 60 billion pounds yeah. of milk. In all that time, while the insurance product was growing, so did the use of futures and options. And I think it really boils down to this. There is no silver bullet in this. Mm. There is no one tool that is a one size fits all and works in all situations. In our office, we, we spend a lot of time bringing these tools together and, 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 and converging them, using the DRP and then using options in tandem with that over the top of that. You know, looking at these different products as, as complements to each other, not replacements of each other. I would tell you that futures and options, in my opinion, stay the course. They're, they will be there. That space will continue to grow because one thing that the exchange has done a good job of, I believe, is finding where the next element of risk is, where the next you know shortfall is, if you will, in terms of overall offerings. If, if for example, we just brought forward a block cheese con- contract, right. new to the space, but helping to solve the issue of this block barrel spread that's gotten out mm-hmm. of whack in it's the your last hands, few years. Yeah. Because the, the, the exchange's interest in providing you know, a, a risk management portfolio that addresses the different needs. And they change, by the way, you know, the, the different needs of, of our space. So just in closing then, and again, we want to thank Mike North for his time. No matter how committed I am to a risk management tool, what are some of the things I need to have? I'm talking about maybe patience, education, tolerance, those kind of things. If it's going to succeed, what do I need to make it succeed for me? Well, I would agree with all of the things that you okay. just said. It does start with a little bit of education. And I would say also lives on the other side of developing a relationship with someone you can trust because a good, you know, a, a good advisor is someone that can also educate the person along the way and help them understand how things work, why to use them, when to use them. And so that does require some of that patience. You know, it requires maybe getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. I mean, let's face it. Most people farm not because they want to be in the books in, in, you know, into the, the paper push inside of the business. They're engaged in the physical hands-on pieces because that's what they enjoy, but it's going to require a little bit of stepping out of what you enjoy all the time to address some of these things that are crucial to the business operation of the farm. And that I, I think over time is, is really started to change. And just from your perspective, once again, do you see more people becoming open and willing to delve into risk management and see that really if they want to move into the what we see as the future of the dairy industry, that this has to be part of it? Yeah, and it's come by force and by choice. There are people that... Because it has been in a way by force. That's right. right. There have been people that have, you know, gotten pushed up against the wall in so many respects that now they they have to. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's others that have looked at all of this constant fluctuation and said, boy, I need to. And in both cases, there are good solutions. The reality of it is not all of us come to this with the same amount of zeal. We don't always come to the table with the same amount of desire to participate. But the reality of the the market we live in, the volatility, the uncertainty, is that we all have to address it. We all have to manage risk lest it takes us over. And that is the unfortunate thing. So, 
you know, going forward, it's just a matter of, I think, identifying a good partner, someone you can trust and get good information from, a person that really has their head wrapped around the dairy market and knows that space well, because let's face it, it's a far different animal than other marketplaces. Specialized knowledge in a trusted relationship with, with good strategy carries a long way in this in this space. Good insights today. That is your dairy stream. We thank Mike North from Vault Ag. Hey, thanks for listening to Dairy Stream. We value your feedback, so let us know what you thought and what you'd like to hear by emailing us at podcast at dairyforward.com.